myself. My name is planning that how was that <laughs> i'm sorry you scared the shit out of me <laughs> you like jumped in your chair i was like what the fuck <laughs> fatality for kung lao and that's pretty much all i know yeah right, that's Flawless our review. victory yeah that's our review thank you guys for listening um <laughs> catch you guys next week <laughs> Uh, <laughs> welcome to the Backlot Review, an official part of the Backlot Podcast Network. I'm your host, Steven Saria, and I'm joined by my other hosts, John Keg and JP. What's up? What's going on? Uh, yeah. Hello, John? <laughs> I said, yo, bitch. John. <laughs> oh, my God. So if you guys didn't really know. Aggressive. Well, yeah, right? It's, it's, just, we had the, it's for the Mortal Kombat episode. We had yeah, the, we yeah. have to get each other hyped up. Especially because after this episode, we're actually going to go and fight. Yeah. Exactly. We have a tournament to get to, to decide the, the faith of all the realms. Yes. In about 20 minutes. We actually have a tournament to get to, to decide who uh, does the introduction for next episode. Which is more important than it. the fate of Earth. <laughs> <laughs> so, today's episode is going to be all Mortal Kombat. We were going to do a joint episode uh, where we talk about this and Falcon and Winter Soldier, but someone here hasn't seen Falcon and Winter Soldier yet. Yeah, John, what the fuck? Oh, shit. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, and, uh, I'm three episodes in still. I, I haven't finished it. Okay, that's fine. So uh, it, besides, picked, it gets like way better after the third episode. Yeah, I think the third okay. episode is when it really picks up, in my opinion. And uh, so not only that, but I think if we would have done Mortal Kombat and Falcon, I think this would have been a really long episode just because there's really Mm. is so much to talk about in Falcon and Witch Soldier, in my opinion, especially as, you know, the show starts wrapping up and plot threads start closing and uh, we start seeing uh, a lot of the themes come full circle. So it would have been a, well, it would have been a really long episode. So I think it's just best to have that as its own episode, which will be coming out next week. So stay tuned for that. And I know a lot of people have been asking us why we didn't do it, like how we did WandaVision, where we uh, had a new episode like every two WandaVision episodes, like reviewing them. Because we do what we want. That and uh, we just wanted to try something different, try a different format, see which way uh, our fans and listeners uh, liked it more. So we could go ahead and replicate that, you know, for the future shows or that we review. So with that said, let's start talking about Mortal Kombat. Let's keep it spoiler free for now as much as we can. But before... We start talking about what we thought of the movie. Let me ask the both of you, JP and John. Did you guys have any ties to the Mortal Kombat franchise going into this movie? Uh, were you guys fans of the games growing up? Yes. Yes. Very yes quick answer. So yes. take the floor. Uh, I th- I've been a huge fan of MK for like years since I was a kid. Um, and, uh, which is pretty, like, crazy considering that I was playing that game when I was, like, I don't know, not even 10, and there was, like, blood and guts and people ripping off other people's heads and stuff. And, like, um, it started out, like, just being that, like, a regular fighting game with, uh, uh, you know, pretty gruesome stuff going on. Uh, and then eventually, as with like the later installments, especially, there's like a, a big story around it and like a really interesting like um, 
like just filled with interesting characters. Like every character is like like they have their own backstory. It's like a really big thing. And uh, so going into the movie, I was like, man, I honestly I have low expectations because of the prior movies that came out in the '90s. So it's like, well, if they're anything better than that, then I'll I'll try to enjoy it, you know. And I did, honestly. I thought it was, uh, um, I thought they did really good. It felt like people who were fans of uh, MK made this movie, uh, and I think Ed Boon, the creator of Mortal Kombat, had a uh, a lot to do with this film as well. So, uh, yeah, I don't want to say too much, but yeah. Yeah, with me, I um, I grew up so. I'm 26 years old. I'm old as fuck. I mean, I don't know how old JP is, but... <laughs> 27, baby. Um, so, I grew up playing the Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64, uh, you know, PS1. Like I thought you like started playing video games uh, when Fortnite came out. I did, actually. I'm lying. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> um no, I, so I remember playing Mortal Kombat on the Super Nintendo... Um, and loving that game, and every time it came out on a newer console, I would play it. Now, I don't remember any of the stories from, uh, you know, the plots from any of the newer games. I, I think hmm. I had Mortal Kombat 11, which came out a few years ago. Um, I don't remember shit about the, the story, but I, I do remember a lot of the characters, and to see these characters come to life, like Sub-Zero, um... I don't want to give anything more away, but yeah, like Sub Zero is actually a perfect example. He's in the, all the trailers. He's he's in the poster. See him come yeah. to life the way he does, and the way they animate him and show his actions throughout the film has been fucking awesome. Um, so yeah, it was actually I was really excited for this movie. Like I, I, uh, I like Mortal Kombat. I love video games. Um, and yeah, I mean, like the the movie was uh, it was good to me. I I, I didn't hate it. I cringed often, but uh, yeah. It was yeah. good. It was a good movie. <laughs> it was enjoyable. Hmm. Okay. So, as for me, going into this movie, I have never touched the Mortal Kombat game. Okay. I Shame pl- on you. Yeah. I played it maybe once in my life when I was a, a little kid, like, at a friend's house. But... I was never really exposed to uh, this game. I never really cared for these types of fighting games, actually. So I'm not like a big fan of Injustice. Uh, I'm not really a fan of Tekken. Um, and by that extension, Mortal Kombat, to me, this type of... I'm a huge gamer. I love video games. But this, I guess, genre doesn't really appeal to me. It's probably the one genre that doesn't really appeal to me. So... To me, Mortal Kombat never really, you know, like stuck out to me. I had no real, no real desire to go ahead and play it. Did you ever did... play the Injustice video games? Yes, I did, and it was. Those whatever. are the same thing. It's just, it's made by the same creators. I think, John. I think that's like kind of low key the reason why I'm not a fan of the storyline. Low key, the Injustice storyline. Remember, we were talking about it during our Snyder Cut episode. Yes. So, really, the only thing I knew uh, going into this movie was I knew who Sub-Zero was, and I knew who Scorpion was. And I thought they were, I thought Sub-Zero was a good guy, and I thought Scorpion was a bad guy. Yeah. So, I didn't really... I mean, I guess it depends on what side you're on. Wow, it's true. (laughs) (laughs) So, I I didn't really know, I didn't even know the games had storylines, to be real. Yeah, they didn't really start developing them until, like, you know. Yeah, I was going to say, like, the one I played on Super Nintendo, I think I remember it being, like, about a tournament, but that was about it. Like, I don't think they really went into too much depth with it. Yeah, no, they started to create backstories for a lot of the characters, like, you know, I think around the uh, uh, the N64 release of Mortal Kombat, uh, which I think was 4, it was the 4th release. Um, and then from that point on, when, when they transitioned to, like, uh, PlayStation 2 and all that stuff. They really started to focus in on the uh the the story behind everything. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. That's good to know. So 
going into this movie again, I didn't really know anything. Oh, and I did know who Raiden was. I knew who Lord Raiden was because I knew he was the dude mm. with like the lightning powers. <laughs> so He's Thor. I yeah. just about to say that. So I didn't really have any sort of nostalgic ties to anything that was happening in this movie. I had absolutely no expectations going into this because video game movies suck. So it was yeah. kind of like, you know, I'm sitting here and watching this. Sonic the Hedgehog was good. I still haven't seen Sonic. I like that. Either. You should check yeah. it out. I know you're a big fan of that. So, I was sitting in this movie and I, I like, not because, you know, I love Mortal Kombat and I wanted to see uh, these characters, but because I have some sort of knowledge as to what it is. And I, want to, I wanted to see, I was interested to see how the movie turned out because... I know the first Mortal Kombat is like sort of well received amongst fans of the games. And you talking about the the movie that came out in the nineties? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember um, watching it a long time ago, and I I feel like I didn't like it, but I mean, I I probably watched that when I was a little kid, so I'm I'm not gonna really go off of that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think uh, uh, largely a lot of the the, the fans of uh, Mortal Kombat the games. Uh, don't really remember it too fondly, the the first two uh, movies. Um, it gets shit on a lot, and there's like memes and stuff about like the acting being horrible and all that stuff. But um, it's definitely a yeah, lot worse know. in this movie. Really? Yeah, yeah. Cause yeah, I think so. Huh, that's interesting. Cause I was talking to um, a family member of mine who grew up with Mortal Kombat, and he remembers watching the Mortal Kombat movie. And he told me it was it was good in sort of like a campy sort of way. Yeah. Where like it really didn't it was like cheesy in like the best sort of way. And then the second movie was the one that really shit the bed. That was like like horrifically bad. Yeah, that one's oof. I can't watch that one. And well, I don't really wanna give away what what I thought of the movie unless uh, you guys want to start talking about the film. Do you guys have anything else you guys want to say about your background with Mortal Kombat, your ties to this franchise? Uh, I will say that the the I do remember the first movie, and I remember it um, fondly because, you know, just because I'm such a big fan that, I mean, uh, just the world itself is enough to really get me, like, excited. So I, I remember it. Yeah, I don't remember any of the details, but I do. I did remember, like, enjoying it and i would sit down and watch it again just for like the uh the vibe of it you know just to kind of get like a little nostalgic feeling from it were you guys able to name drop you know the characters as they were coming out yes yeah like every single one yeah pretty for much most part, yeah because mm, i was watching i was watching the film with uh with my girlfriend uh and a friend of ours and he name dropped. I'm pretty sure almost every single character that came out, like from the games, except for like maybe one or two of them. Yeah, I'm I mean, pretty the, sure all of them were from the early games, right? I don't think they they have a character that's from the new games. Um, no, no. I think uh, Shang Tsung's, um, well, whatever. We'll just start talking about it. But like, there he has uh, two henchmen that I I recognize, but they weren't in the. Uh, the early games. I think they, they came in a little later. Oh, okay. I know you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, the, the designs on the characters are, you know, uh, pretty spot on, pretty great. They they do a nice job balancing, like, you know, uh, keeping it close to what they originally were designed as and introducing some new elements to it. Um, so it was pretty easy to sort of recognize each character, I think. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Like I remember uh, watching the the film, and then like a character would walk out. Like for example, I don't know. Like Sonya would walk out. My friend would be like, "Holy shit, that's Sonya Blade!" I'm like, "I have no idea who the fuck that is, bro." Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. So it's kind of interesting, you know, uh, watching the film with two big fans of the series. So hmm. I guess it was like fun in that sense. So yeah. now, segueing into, you know, our spoiler-free section, 
of the review. So, as spoiler-free as we can, like, try to be, let's give our, you know, thoughts on the film. JP, do you want to go first? Uh, sure. Uh, I think from the beginning, I was hooked. And I think they released the... Prior to the film coming out, I think they released like the first uh, seven minutes or ten minutes of the, of the yes. film, right? I didn't catch it um, when they released that, um, so I, I went didn't either. I wanted the wait. I wanted the wait. Yeah, the film. yeah. And uh, man, that first part before even the title comes up, I mean, it's like I was hooked. I I, I like, totally man. agree. I, honestly, I'll argue that's the best part of the movie. Um, I was uh, about to yeah. say that. Yeah, yeah. It it definitely is. I think because. Uh, the characters involved in the first part are pretty much the most popular characters in the franchise. So to see, you know, why these two go at it um, and giving us that backstory, I think is really great. And I think they handled it really well. Overall, the film, uh, minus like two, maybe two fight scenes, all the fight scenes are really, really, really well done. I thought they were really enjoyable. Um, like John said earlier, I did cringe a bit in certain parts, um, mostly because I think that um, nobly they they did a lot of fan service. They really did. They really did cater to like fans of of MK and fans of this franchise uh, to a fault sometimes. But overall, um, you know, if you're a fan of MK, um, I think. For me, at least, it really made me want to go back and play the games, go back and watch the stories and stuff like that. Even go back and watch the other uh, the other movies, because I think they did a really good job at you know giving us what we wanted. Um, also introducing some new stuff and kind of going their own way with it, which sometimes was okay and sometimes it was not. But if a film that's an adaptation makes you want to go back to the original source. I think it does a really good job, at least for me, you know. So I enjoyed it. I don't know. Something could be so horrible that you're like, I need to go and 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 read the original source. I can get this bullshit out of my mind. Yeah, cleanse your <laughs> cleanse your palate, sort of. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, but I, 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 I agree you. with that though. I um, I I really enjoyed it. I I don't think it's the best movie in the world. I I kind of went into it, and throughout the movie, I was watching it. Um, the same way that I watched Godzilla versus Kong, and I kind of let my brain turn off, and I was enjoying it for what it was. Um, now this movie is definitely a lot deeper than Godzilla versus Kong. I think Godzilla versus Kong is actually like the most like mindless action movie ever. Yeah. Um, and this movie does have a lot of mindless action in it, but it has a lot more lore. And it has a lot more uh background to these characters especially if you're a fan of the of the series like you were saying i mean you know every time a character was introduced i was pretty hyped um but yeah i i really enjoyed it and to see like these characters come to life with the technology that we have nowadays you know the cgi and 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 the stunt doubles that like you know the things that some of these stunt doubles can do nowadays it's it's awesome to see um yeah so yeah i really enjoyed it man like there's a lot of like I said like like there's a lot of cringeworthy moments, um, yeah. and I feel like I don't need to have every character say I am character name. <laughs> yeah, like I've, everybody did that in this movie. Like, oh my god, yeah. I I am Kung Lao. Like, oh, I know who you are, bro. Like, like I, yeah. I don't need you to say it though. Like, like why don't we have like uh like someone else be like, oh, this is my buddy Kung Lao. <laughs> like I don't know. This is my buddy, I, my good pal, my <laughs> old college roommate, Kung Lao. <laughs> I, I am Sub Zero now. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, all right. No, nah, but it was uh, it it was good, mindless action for the most part. I I really enjoyed it. Now, the introduction of Cole Young, the the main protagonist of the movie, wasn't crazy about. I uh, I I get what he what his character is supposed to be. He's kind of like you know, the character that introduces us to this world. Yeah. And I just wasn't really, like, sold on it. I definitely think that they probably could have got some... I mean, Sonya could have been a good character to, to segue us into this, you know, huge realm of, of, of lore. 
Yeah. Uh, but nah, Cole Young, Cole Young was okay. But I, I, for the most part, yeah, I, I liked it. I thought I thought it was a good adaptation for for these video games. Yeah, agreed. Video game movies aren't dead yet because I know a lot of them are very bad. No. And just real quick uh, before Steven goes into um, his review, uh, I do want to say that uh, I just completely forgot what I was going to say. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Uh, the uh, uh, the intro, like, there's so many characters already with so much depth to them in in the franchise. Like, there really was no need to introduce somebody new, even though they've done that with like some installments of the games prior to like the the PS3 and PS4 uh, or the next gen consoles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think for there was a Mortal Kombat Deception and I think uh, Armageddon. One of those, they introduced a new protagonist in like their story mode. So it's not, you know, they've done it a few times. So it's not anything that I was too bothered by. But again, there are so many characters that you can use to sort of be the protagonist. I mean, Luke Hang is right there. You know, Sonya Blade also. There's one that comes to mind, but I don't want to bring it up just yet. And I, you, you okay. might know who I'm talking about. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, sorry. Go ahead. All right, Steven, take the floor. Okay. So, I thought this movie was fine. Um, I don't think it was... I think it was somewhere in between good and bad. If okay. I'm being completely honest. Walking out of it, I thought it was pretty satisfying. You know, I went in and I got what I expected, which was some decent action with uh, some cool fatalities and some cool characters. Mm-hmm. But as I thought about it and as I sort of let the film marinate, which is why I'm glad we didn't record immediately after watching like I had originally wanted to, but after letting the film marinate, and things, I guess, started to settle in my brain. I started to like it a little less, even though I still think it's an enjoyable and fun watch, especially if you are a fan of the games. Now, maybe I feel that way because I am not a fan of the games. Right. But, I don't know. For me, there was a lot of questionable decisions made throughout the film. I think... Really, a lot of the acting was really stilted, which in a film like this, the acting is like the least of my concerns, but, you know, I still do have to call it out when it's, you know, not up to par, like consistently. When it's a problem throughout the entire movie, then you know, it should be brought up. Like, I think Josh, uh, Josh Lawson as uh, Kano killed it. I think every time oh, he wasn't bro, on screen... He was, he was spot on, like, exactly how I imagined fantastic. a live-action Kano to be. Yeah, I think... He was fantastic. I think every time he wasn't on screen, I think the film really drags, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I, I could definitely see that. I, I, I actually, watching it, thought that he was carrying the film for the most part. Yeah. So I think the acting was was really sort of bland all around. And if I'm being honest, I think Louis Tan as Cole Young did the best he could with what he was given. I am not a fan of the Cole Young character at all. Uh, I Mm. think he actually, like his involvement in the movie is actually like negatively affects it. But I think Louis Tan with what he was given is actually pretty damn decent. I I agree okay. with that. I agree with that. I thought I thought given the script, he he did the best that he could. Yeah, like you know, given better source material, I think uh, like the character of Cole Young could have been something really cool and something that could even have been implemented in the games. Because for those of you who don't know, Cole Young, the main character of the movie, is a brand new character made like specifically for this movie he's not in any other Mortal Kombat game and I think given a better writer and a better director I think he could have been like a really cool and unique character I thought they were setting up his his story to go in a pretty 
interesting direction. And then once he got his awakening, I'm not going to like spoil it. Uh, I think uh, it was really underwhelming. I think his awakening, quite frankly, was incredibly lame. Mm. Considering, you know, what yeah, everybody what else it, like, has. You have, you have, wait, are we going into spoilers? No, 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 no. I'm just oh, like. Okay, okay. I will, <laughs> I will spoil that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't spoil, don't spoil. Uh, but I thought, you know, his awakening was incredibly, incredibly lame. I thought the action sequences, except for all the action sequences, except for the opening sequence between uh, Scorpion and Sub-Zero, which, again, in my opinion, and looks like you guys think so too, is the best part of the movie. And right. the last sequence, the last fight scene in the, in the movie, I'm not going to say who's involved in it yet. I think all the action besides those two scenes is actually kind of underwhelming. Mm. Especially sort of the fight sequence that happens at the end of the second act where all of the heroes sort of get like split up and they start fighting 1v1. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think all the action sequences have too many cuts and too many edits to the point where not only does it look choppy, but it sort of displaces a lot of the actors because... There were a few scenes where I noticed that some actors would be further away in one cut, in one scene, and then it would cut, and then the actors would be, like, on top of each other in the next, and it sort of creates, like, this sort of, like, displacement where you kind of lose, like, what's going on in the fight, you know? Like, it's one thing to have a bad, like, it's one thing to cut and mask a hit, because some of these aren't, you know, trained fighters and martial artists like Jackie Chan. Like, uh, well, Louis like, Tan is a, is a martial artist. Yeah, yeah. Besides Louis Tan, but I'm saying like for the most part, most of these people aren't, as far yeah. as I know. I could I could be completely wrong. A lot of or, them are, are uh, I think, were stunt doubles. Like that's what they do for the most part in their careers. But yeah, they're not. You or know, maybe, oh, really? or maybe it wasn't even. Maybe it's not even because they're martial artists. Maybe because you know I can't really put that on them. So I retract that statement. I'm sorry. But the director decision for having these these fight scenes masked by a lot of cuts and a lot of edits for a movie like Mortal Kombat, where you know the emphasis should be on the fight scenes, was really odd to me. And I think right. I think because of that, the fight scenes really fell flat. But besides okay. that, I think the fatalities were pretty cool for the most part. I think the characters were fun enough to sort of <laughs> keep the movie enjoyable, especially you know people like Kano, uh, Sub Zero was was awesome in, in my Jax opinion. Jax was good too. Who? Jax. Oh yes, Jax. Yeah, Jax was good. Jax was. There's one line though that <laughs> I don't care for, but yeah, he was good. Yeah, and I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. Uh, uh, he was a good character. I actually think Lord Raiden uh, was actually kind of a shitty character. If I'm not, if I'm being honest, <laughs> I feel yeah, like Lord he Raiden wasn't given didn't really a lot. help out much. <laughs> He's kind of an asshole in this yeah. movie. He's kind of oh, a he's fucking a dickhead. Dick. Yeah, but I was, I was like, not I, expecting that. It's just funny because like, there's like parts of the movie where I'm like, hold on, like, where's where's Raiden? <laughs> like, but, he can't help out. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I will talk about that in spoilers. I'm, I'm about to wrap up what I thought. So. I don't know. I think with maybe a better director, I think... Who directed this movie? It was Simon Simon McQuoid, I believe. I don't know if I pronounced that correctly. I've but maybe it wasn't him. You know, maybe it was studio interference. Uh, a lot of it was the writing. But I think with some better creative decisions, I think uh, this movie could have been something that's actually legitimately great. And I feel like they almost sort of have it, though. You know, they definitely set up a sequel at the end of this movie. Mm-hmm, and right. I know uh, one thing about this film is that it actually didn't have that big a budget. And I think that really affected, you know, the final product. Because I heard originally that uh, the reason they didn't go with Johnny Cage, Johnny Cage, right? That's his name. Yeah. He's like the main, quote-unquote, main character of Mortal Kombat, right? No, I don't want to say main, but he's, uh, 
He's a he's character like Cole Young there. that kind of helps, you know, people that aren't really familiar with this world, you know, get get adjusted to it. You know what I mean? Okay, so what I heard was that they didn't go with Johnny Cage because they didn't have the budget to hire a big, like, name actor. Yeah, which, which you would kind of want for that character. Yeah, which is why they saved him for the sequel, and they definitely set up a sequel at the end of the film. So that's why I think they introduced Cole Young to sort of... They were like, okay, we need to have like an audience surrogate, so... But we don't want to do Johnny Cage, so let's just make up our own character, which I think is was the bad move, in my opinion. Right. Uh, like, I wish they would have given Louis Tan maybe a different role in the film. Because I really do like him. I really do think uh, he, he's a solid actor. He is a... And, you know, he's a martial artist, apparently, according to John. Yeah. So, you know, that was kind of underwhelming. But the movie was fun. It's fine. It's not good. It's not bad. But, again, it, it, it's a fine watch. Right. If you like Mortal Kombat like these guys, you definitely uh, walk out enjoying it more than I did. Yeah, I think so. I think so. So right, let's, uh, let's get into want... some spoilers. Yeah, let's, let's get into some spoilers. So I've done six tours, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that that line. I think that was the first line that made me cringe. <laughs> I actually really liked it because it was like, you know, uh, like it was very very close to uh, Jax's character in the games. Like, yeah, for, and that's what I'll say. Like Jax, you know. Uh, Scorpion, Kano, especially like they all feel like they were they were perfectly written to be exactly like they were in the games. Like nobody, I thought, honestly, I thought yeah. everybody was was very good. I I don't have any complaints about any of them. Like like with their uh, the writing of the characters. Them, you mean? Yeah, comparing them to their video game counterpart. I think they yeah. all did very well. Everybody. Yeah. Well, I mean, because there's so much story and so much development already in the games that you just have to, like, basically, like, pluck them and, and just put them in a movie, and that's it. You know, there's not much work that needs to be done. And and honestly, I think, um, you know, going back to the fan service thing, I think they did a lot uh, to really cater to people who have been playing these games for a, a while or are just fans of the games, like, um, to a fault. You know, the, uh, the, the moment where Kung Lao uh, does his sick awesome fatality and i'm so glad that they put it in the in the in the movie where he like uh turns his hat into like a saw and then like splits uh melina in half like that was like was it melina it was it was a demon lady i don't know it was the yeah i I don't know her from the games um yeah she probably is from the games i just i don't she doesn't come to mind but yeah it was like that demon lady with the wings and shit yeah, and he does that, and I'm like, holy shit, I'm so psyched that they put that in the movie, and then right after he puts on his, which he looks dope doing that, he has like a bloody hat on, and he puts it on, and he's like, flawless victory. I was like, come on, you had me, dude, <laughs> you had me, and then you fucking throw that, and that's something, I think the only time that that works was when Kano um, kills a Reptile, uh, yes. he shows up in the movie for, for a a bit and I'm so sad that that's the only scene where we're gonna see him in uh he kills reptile he rips out his heart and he goes <laughs> Kano wins and I was <laughs> like okay that kind of that kind of works it's campy enough and it's stupid enough to but still believable enough that this character would say that you know but, exactly but with more serious characters like Kung Lao and, and Liu Kang it doesn't really hit the mark that well you know uh, just uh, it didn't work for me, but I think they were trying to, you know, wink at the fans, but it wasn't subtle enough to to really be, you know, to be done well, you know. So yeah, and it's funny that you bring that up because uh, there was something I wanted to say during my the spoiler free section, but I think one of my main problems with this movie is that it didn't know whether it wanted to embrace the campiness to take itself seriously and I think it hits a really weird middle ground where mm. it's not campy enough where the campy moments you know are, are good and it's not serious enough 
to be like its own serious dark Mortal Kombat movie. So it's kind of like a weird middle ground where they don't really know what they're trying to do. Sure. Yeah. Like yeah, you have moments like where Kano says shit like that, and then you have moments like where Kung Lao is saying about how the world is gonna end if they don't win against whatever the fuck this guy's name is, the big boss bad guy. I don't even know what the fuck his name is. And then it's like Shang Soon. It's like come on, man. Like, can we just get yeah. back to the action? Yeah, exactly. I I think. You know, but the games have always been like that. They've always been sort of campy and ridiculous, but also they have this serious, uh, these serious implications. Like the the fate of the world is is at stake, and uh, I think in the games they really do balance it well. And I think in the movies sometimes they they hit a nice um, you know balance as well. But um, yeah, there are moments where it sort of completely take you out of it. But uh, overall, I mean, you know, that's that's what the the franchise has always been. It's always been a pretty well-balanced mix of serious and campy. Uh, and I think the movie does well sometimes, um, but, you know, uh, it, it, it it sets up a lot. And a lot of the moments that you want to see as a fan, they give it to you in such brief moments. You know, like, spoiler alert, uh, you know, Kung Lao dying. Shang Tsung killing Kung Lao that that happens you know in the movie and it happens in uh, uh, in the games as well so those moments like that Goro showing up I thought was great um, but it just wasn't it was so quick it felt like they were just trying to hit every note um, and hit every important moment but just to set up uh, the eventual sequel uh, which I thought was kind of disappointing I was glad to see these things but it just, uh, I don't know. It just it just wasn't as satisfying enough. It felt like they were rushing it. Yeah, I, I actually, the entire time, I, I probably like halfway through the movie, actually, I felt, okay, this is them just introducing this world to us. And they're, I think they're going to go all in on the sequel. Obviously, we have, we, were, we didn't see the tournament. They keep hyping the tournament up throughout the movie. We don't even see it. Yeah. Um, so clearly we're going to get that in the probably the second or third one if we get that. Um, and then obviously Hopefully. at the end, too, they they, te- they gave us a little tease with Johnny Cage. So the I felt like they were trying to set up a sequel the entire time. And I'm fine with it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's just some parts of the story that don't really hit well i feel like if 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 they introduced the tournament or showed the tournament in the first movie they would uh we would be able to take it more seriously but yeah i i get why they didn't i mean they're trying to you know flesh out as much story as they can and and make as much money as they can uh i just don't know how long they can do this for Uh, they do have a lot of characters though yeah, yeah, and I think that there's so much to, like, build off of. I mean, I think seeing Cabal, like, he's one of my favorite characters, so seeing him there, I was like, I was like, holy shit, Cabal's in this shit? And it just shows, like, how much, like, even the amount of characters that you saw in there, like, you can still introduce the same amount of, char- like, the same amount of new characters in a sequel, eventually. Like, there's so much that you can do, especially, you know, after uh, uh, Sub-Zero... Uh, in the end gets killed um supposedly seemingly uh you can now introduce uh another fan favorite which is noob cybot which is uh yes. sort of like the counterpart to to sub-zero and there's just a plethora of of characters that you can introduce with a lot of backstory and depth to them like it's 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 incredible like you can literally make like four or five movies out of it and honestly i would love to see it if if it gets if it picks up enough money and it and it gets enough support, honestly, I would I would think that they can do a, a better job in the second movie. I think, I think so too. I I think honestly too that, that I, I've never heard of this director before. I don't know if you guys have. I don't know what he's done to deserve the a big franchise like Mortal Kombat. But it's probably cheap. Yeah, I think that if they increase the budget for the next film. Obviously, they'll be able to cast better characters. Like Johnny Cage, I feel like has to be, it has to be someone good. Yeah, 
You know who comes to mind is like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I feel like he's too too high up there to to be involved but, in, but in Mortal dude, Kombat, but it would be sick. It, yeah, it would be sick. It would be sick yeah. to see him there. Yeah, so uh, I think that if they increase the budget, you know, they maybe get a better director. Um I know James Wan produced it. I wouldn't be opposed to yeah. him directing it. I oh, think he had enough job awesome. with his scary movies, and 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 he did Aquaman. I, I think he would do awesome with the Mortal Kombat. Um, I think he would do fantastic. Yeah, like he he we know what he we his resume speaks for itself. We we know what he could do. Yeah. Um. But Absolutely. yeah, I mean, I think I think the next film, if we get it, has potential to be a lot better. I think so. Yeah. And just to sorry, I'm gonna let you speak in a second, Stephen. <laughs> but like, no, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, go it. Going back to like what you said about the the fight scenes, like I definitely agree. Way too many cuts, but I think that's a problem that's spread throughout like a shit ton of like modern uh, action movies, mm-hmm. uh, save for some really good ones here and there. But I think there were a lot of mistakes in the uh, uh, the scene where all the fighters are like ambushed, um, def- and especially in the Sonia and uh, Melina fight. You, you see this sort of awkward, um, like, Sonya is, like, doing, like, a backflip twist yes. corkscrew thing. Yes. And then it just immediately cuts to her on the ground before she's, like, like, it's way too we couldn't weird. Even, like, we I couldn't was, like, see it in all its glory. She just, yeah, I was as soon like, as she starts it, boom, the, on, the, on the floor. Yeah. I was like, uh. Also, the CGI when Jax, um, which is another whole problem. Like, Jax has these, like, scrawny metal arms. Uh, oh, and sorry, just to backtrack again, when Sub Zero rips Jax's arms, fucking awesome. And then when he kicks him off the ledge, and how he lands, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like they did not let up in any of the the brutalness, the brutality of this film. Like it was really, really gory. They uh, did, but anyways, and I appreciate that. Yeah, like he was like lifting Sonya, like who should be dead. She's under a huge rock, like she's dead. Oh yeah, but whatever. He's like lifting her with, but he can't because he uh, he has like these scrawny metal arms, and for some reason, like they just he just looks up in the sky. He gets a moment of clarity and inspiration, and then all of a sudden, his scrawny metal arms become these huge like they just grow all these like little attachments, and they become like the the original design of the the his uh, metal arms, and he lifts it up, and then when he lifts up the rock, he found his Akana, bro. Yeah, that was fucking weird, <laughs> like weird, very weird. And then he lifts it up, and then the CGI looks horrible on him. Like, as soon as he lifts up the rock and you see him, like, it looks really, really bad. And there's a lot of moments like that where I was like, oof, uh, I don't know. Your, your budget is showing. But overall, pretty good. Excuse me, sir, your they budget is showing. Moments pretty well. <laughs> uh, I want, let me ask you real quick, JP. Let me – I – I, throughout the movie and even now I'm thinking about it. I don't remember the like how they were invited to the tournament. Now in the movie they they're branded. They're born with that with the Mortal Kombat logo brand on yeah. them. And I yeah. guess that if you want to take play if you want to participate in the tournament and you're not branded, I think you have to kill someone and take it from them. Now, was it like that in the in the video games cuz I don't remember that. From what I remember, you could just enter the tournament. I don't know yeah, if there was any just... certain invitation like they have in the movie. I, like I don't know if you can clear that up. Um I don't know too. I don't actually remember that detail, but from what I can remember, I think it was just like you were um like like invited or maybe invited or maybe you s- Signed up. I was about to say. I think it's well. I think it's both. Like I think like they would invite obviously like the greatest martial artists in the world. Um, yeah. But but like if you wanted to participate in it and you know you do martial arts and yeah no problem. But the way they had yeah. it in the movie, I was like, huh, that's a little different than what I'm used to. But I'm not sure if the, if the games were like that. That's why I was confused. Yeah. Um. I don't I actually don't know that detail, but I mean I didn't mind it because I thought it it introduced something new and then it really it didn't bother me i thought they handled it pretty well i think it's stupid that like you get that marking and then you get like a specific superpower i mean i when sonya blade so, wait, gets so, hers 
So Jax, yeah. this is what I'm confused about. So Jax loses his arms, and then mm-hmm. his arms. His I'm assuming his Akana is is the robot arms, which fine, cool, whatever. But like, what would happen if he still had his arms and found his Akana? I, that's that's another thing. I don't. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> like that's why it doesn't make any sense. It's like this. Like everybody has this. Like uh, you know supernatural like Sonya has the the purple blast things uh, electricity or fire Kano has that laser eye I don't I don't know where metal arms falls in that but <laughs> I, it's just it it was strange but I'm just I just feel like it they would just be, needed honestly, to set it up to get I, there I don't know how they would explain it and I, I'm I'm happy that I'm not the, I wouldn't have to be the one to try to explain it but like yeah. I would have been cool with them just saying some bullshit like like you know his power would have been like like an armor throughout his entire body but since he lost his arms it's like his entire akana ha- is forced to just produce the arms you get what i'm saying like instead of instead of dispersing so. throughout the body but i, I guess that makes sense <laughs> but i feel like that's such a long explanation that they'd have to put in a movie or like a weird explanation <laughs> that they're like bro fuck that yeah <laughs> just give him the arms yeah. bro no one's gonna care yeah no <laughs> uh yeah i don't know I don't know, but I mean, everybody getting that is uh, like Sonya getting hers, uh, and then the next scene. She that's another thing. Like people just know how to use it off rip. Like yeah. they get it. Like Kano in one scene, he gets it, and then he he's got this laser eye, and he's Dude's like, a, "Holy yeah, shit!" Yeah, he's like, a pro. <laughs> yeah, and then right in the next scene, he's using it like it's nothing. Like he's using it to like heat up some tea or some shit. Like it's like how do you like know how to control it already? And that's for everybody in the movie. But at the, at the same time, I'm like. I don't, I don't care. Like, let's just let's just keep it moving. Um, I also yeah, think it, that a lot of time was 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 passing by. I think that at one moment in the movie they were saying that they were already there for like a few weeks or a few months or something. Um, yeah, so. yeah, everything was just rushed. That that's one thing, you know. But I guess if you're setting up for sequels and stuff, I can see why they're doing that. But you still have to make a good movie, not just a good setup to the next movie. You know. I agree. Steven, so, you there? Wait, what were you saying? <laughs> What's that? What were you saying? No, no. Go ahead. Oh, I saw no. Okay. So, uh, can we talk about how Scorpion, who only speaks Japanese, says, get over here in English? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That part was, I, I thought that part was, <laughs> was pretty funny. Like They had to throw that line in there, like the fan service. <laughs> I was like, wait. <laughs> yeah. But then everything else he says, he says it in very fluent Japanese. So I was like, <laughs> okay. I was cool with it. <laughs> oh, another cringe line, oh, John, which which I just remembered, is when uh, bad guy number one sort of has Kung Lao, like, he's, like, choking him, and he's about to, like, I guess, suck his soul. And then, mm-hmm. I forget who it was, he's like, he's about to have his soul sucked. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> you just see Kung Lao fucking, oh, oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> He's like, damn, okay, shoddy. <laughs> damn, shoddy, okay. Suck him on. turns rated R so fast. Oh, wait, we're, we're going rated R. We're going to go then. <laughs> so. You guys have anything else you guys want to say about the movie? Anything you guys want to mention? Um, uh, let me think. Uh, oh, I, Luke Kang was totally underused, I think. Absolutely. Is that like, fire guy? Luke Kang is probably like one of the strongest characters in all the games. He gets like a Luke Skywalker introduction. You see him in the distance in the, in the desert. And you just see his silhouette with the sun behind him, and you're like, you already know who it is. Yeah, you know who it is at that point. You're like, oh, baby, let's go. Yeah, and then all he does is do a little sweeping kicks and throw a few fireballs. Oh, actually, you know what? Now that you say that, the sweeping kicks scene, I love that. Yeah, it's it, that was that was a very very good. uh, It was clever, man. Yeah, it was clever. If they did more of that, if they did more of that, I would have I would have loved the the wink to the yeah. That's like a like a famous spam move that he does, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, another thing I want to say too, like I, I really, 
there there was a there is a lot of callbacks to the games that I can appreciate and 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 things that come to mind is when Sub Zero and Scorpion were fighting at the end of the film. Um, there's a lot of moves that that Sub Zero uses that I remember being in the games. Like he does, like he like I remember in the in one of the games and in, in the movie, he makes like that little ice wall and then like throws Scorpion yeah. into it or some shit. That's a move in one of yeah. the games. So seeing that in the movie, I was like, damn, bro, that is so fucking badass. Like. Yeah. Seeing this come everything, to life is so cool, man. Everything they did with Sub Zero was perfect. The way that like snow hits to let you know that he's near. That yes, was bro. Fucking so fucking sick. sick. The ice sword, the little subtle like horror movie moment almost where he shows up to uh Cole Young's house when he's not there and, and his, yeah, uh, yeah. his he's wife like, and daughter pull, are there. He pulls up to the window. And it's very subtle, but like you like I noticed it when she's walking to the kitchen, the 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 glass part of the door, the window part of the door, is like snowy. It's got like little um, frost like on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she goes into the kitchen and she walks out, and it's like a horror movie. It's like Michael Myers or some shit. Like he, just, yeah. you just see him in the window, and it was perfect. It was everything they did with Sub Zero was absolutely perfect. Excellent. I totally agree. And and another thing that comes to mind too, and they showed it in the trailers, but. When he uh, turns, I think, Scorpion's blood into, like, a little dagger. Ooh, sick. Bro, so badass. Like, that was... So that badass. was the, the moments like that were what made the film good. Like, good yeah, enough. I agree. I agree. Everything with Scorpion and Sub-Zero was perfect, except for the, uh, you know... I am no longer Bihan. I am <laughs> Sub-Zero. And then yeah, everybody, and everybody then had an introduction on, like that. Yeah, and then Scorpion comes in and he's fighting Sub Zero. He's like, "You remember this face? <laughs> I am Scorpion now." All right, cool. Well, obviously, he says it in Japanese, but yeah, eh, you know. But overall, I mean, besides all the cringiness and corniness and forced, you know, stuff, it was. Uh, I enjoyed it really, really much. Like, uh, like it, it felt like cutscenes from the video game. I don't know if that helps yes. or hinders it, but it really did feel like you were watching like like you were playing the game almost yeah, yeah i totally uh, agree with that but yeah it's a thumbs up for me yeah i think if you like we said earlier if you're a fan of the games um even if you're not a fan of the games you know take it you gotta kind of go go into it with a grain of salt like keep it in mind that it's going to be a lot of mindless action similar to Con- uh, godzilla versus kong but mm-hmm. if you are a fan of the games, you love the video games, or you just love video games in general, I could see you could definitely have a good time with this movie. Agreed. Yeah. Steven? I think it's fine. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's always funny where, like, me and John are like, oh, man, this part was cool. Oh, man, this is awesome. And Steven's just like, it was fine. But for real, like, honest question though, like, where where was Raiden like the entire time of that they were dude, getting like dude ambushed? Dude, dude was a fucking asshole. Dude has all he's this not time supposed to, to get prepare involved. Earth's champions, and instead he's in his cave doing God knows what until literally like they start like dying. I guess one by one, he's like, oh, I guess we have a tournament coming up. I guess I'll help them now. And it's like, yeah, he had like God knows well, how that, long. That wasn't the tournament. That was just them cheating. No, but I know that. But like the tournament was approaching, wasn't it? That's like why they were killing. No, the, the the tournament the, the the reason why that they were killing them off was so that Earth would be like not prepared at all for the tournament. The tournament, yeah, I, I'm assuming is going to be the second or third movie. How do people like not intervene? Like people uh, like Raiden, well, whose job it is well, to Raiden, really intervene. He does. He does uh, say in the film, which is true in the video games, he's as an elder god, he's not supposed to get involved in, you know dealings with the other realms he's supposed to oversee the realms but he's not supposed to get involved um so yeah uh, i think that's the explanation <laughs> i don't know kind of sounds like an asshole to me yeah but he was he was kind of kind of a dick throughout the whole movie it's like you as soon as cole young as soon as he's in your grasp you pull him aside and you tell him everything you don't just like, yeah <laughs> you don't just be like oh you're not ready and then like Five scenes later, you're like, yeah, you're Scorpion's son. And then, like, after that, yeah, you were, you know, you're born with this and that. Like, it's like. Definitely told him a little tell too him. late. As soon as you meet him, just tell him everything so he knows. So, you know what I mean? I thought they were building up 
Cole Young to eventually become the new Scorpion. Like I think that they still might do that. They were. I, I don't think. I don't think so because they were building up to to it. Uh, they even gave him the fucking knife, and then yeah, halfway through they give him like literal plot armor. That's literally his awakening. Yeah, yeah. It's like literal plot armor, and that's dude, it was so lame. I'm sorry, it's so lame. No, yeah, they could have definitely bad. done something better than that. Yeah. Like give him laser eyes or something for all I care, but that shit was super lame. And then yeah, like oh, one scene that I, that I wanted to bring up was like Cole Young goes to train to protect his family from, you know, these people who are now trying to kill him. And then he leaves to go back to his family without having his awakening. Yeah. And it's and like, homie, what are you like, trying to do here? Go back to your family. In a sense, it's like, you get it. Like, Raiden's just trying to, like, get it to come out, mm-hmm. you know? But... You know, it, he just seems like a dick. He's just like, you know what, man? Go back to your family. You suck. Yeah. It's like, whoa, dude. You're raiding. Like, hey, homie, like literally three weeks ago, I was just a normal dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, give me some time, bro. I know. It, yeah. But whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. I, it was good, man. It, I, I had a good time. I, I kind of wish that uh, Kung Lao didn't die, but... You know, it is. Yeah, he dies is. in he dies in every movie and in every game. It's just it's just a part of the the but there were, the lore but I, and the story. There was one movie I think I was talking about with Josh. I I don't remember one one movie one game. I forget which game it was, but I do remember Kung Lao. I think was like the one that saves the day. I forgot uh, what in, game it was in the later ones. It may have been. I I like just remember that. Ones? I remember Kung Lao being like one of the. The main like good guys to help you know <clears throat> save the day or whatever, and I was like badass, cool. So when they introduced Kung Lao in the movie, I was like, oh shit, okay, like you know he's gonna be a main player for this entire series, and then boom, dies. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I, I was disappointed not in not seeing uh, Shao Kahn because I think he's so dope. I think he's like honestly one of the best bad guys besides uh, Shang Tsung. Maybe he might make an appearance in the next one, but. Um, that's the guy who originally kills, uh, Kung Lao, I believe. Yeah, Shao Kahn is or Johnny Cage or something. I definitely think he'll be the uh, the main antagonist for the next one. I hope so. I hope so. Where are we at time wise? Uh, fifty seven minutes. Perfect time to wrap it up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, all in all, I think John and JP really enjoyed it. Uh, definitely enjoyed it much more than I did. I think, again, the film was fine. Uh, but again, if you have ties to the Mortal Kombat video games or to that you know world in general, I think uh, like your enjoyment of the film will increase you know, the more you've been exposed to these sort of games and all that stuff. So right. I still think it's an enjoyable enough watch. It's like it's just enjoyable enough to warrant a sequel, in my opinion. Yeah, I think so. So, that's our review of Mortal Kombat. It's in theaters now and on HBO Max for another month, I believe. So, go ahead and watch it before it leaves if you have any interest. I think we all sort of more or less approve. What's your star rating? I think I gave it like a 2.5, but I think I might have to drop it to like a 2. Okay, that's fair. I gave it, a, I, I gave it a 2.5, and I'll stick with a 2.5. Three and a half for me. Damn. Wow. This guy, yeah. this is his favorite movie ever. Oh, damn. This is yeah. fucking his Citizen Kane. I almost <laughs> gave it four, but I was like, nah, nah, cha, 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 cha. I can't do that. Well, the thing <laughs> is, like, I, I gave it a 2.5, but, which I guess would be like a, I would probably give it like a 5.5, 6 out of 10. Like, I would probably re- aim closer to six, which doesn't mean it's bad. I feel like when people hear that, I, have, I feel like yeah, I always a- say this. Like you t- say a movie's like, yeah, I'll give it a six out of ten. They're like, wow, bro, that shit's ass. It's like, no, six out of ten no, is not positive. bad. It's a positive review. I think anything below a, a five out of ten is is you yeah, know, like a b- below a five, it's like okay, like the movie's not that good. Yeah. So well, yeah, would you give it three point five? Yeah, three and a half. Yeah. Okay. I enjoyed it. 
simply on the merit that it was better than the first two Mortal Kombat movies. I think gotcha. that's fair. Hmm. Okay. So that wraps up this episode. Stay tuned. We're going to be releasing, again, a Falcon and Winter Soldier, you know, sort of recap and evaluation uh, in the next couple of days, as soon as uh, JP catches up. She's almost there. So stay tuned for that. And then uh, we have some more uh, fun episodes coming after that. So keep an eye out. Uh, Follow us on social media to keep track of, like, you know, what we're saying and what's going to be released. We usually, you know, say what we're going to release a few days before we do it. So that's inside the backlot on Instagram at inside backlot on Twitter. Give us a follow and uh, we'll catch you guys soon. Fatality.